The show about science is now available on StoryButton, the device that makes it easy for kids to listen to podcasts without using a screen device. StoryButton is a one-stop shop for amazing kids' podcasts that will help your kids grow their brains. StoryButton connects to Wi-Fi so that all of our episodes are automatically available on StoryButton. Click the link below in the show notes to get free shipping or learn more at storybutton.com. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. This is your host, Nate, and I'm very excited for another episode of the show about science. Today, we have Dr. Daryl. He's an emergency medicine doctor. Dr. Daryl is also a singer of a punk rock band called the Bullweevils. Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, how are you doing there, Nate? Good. You ready to do this? Yep. All right, I'm ready too. I'm excited. Since you're a punk rock singer, this song's for you. Toy, 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 for as go alone. I'm sedated. Nothing to do, no way to go home. Oh, you're sing sedated? Yep. 2020, 20, 24 hours ago. I wanna, wanna be sedated. sedated. Nothing, <laughs> Nothing to do, no way to go, go home. I wanna be sedated. I don't sing that before we sedate patients. They don't wanna hear that song. Bam, 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 bam. I wanna be sedated. What do you know about sedation? Well, sedation is very useful for us to do sometimes very painful procedures for individuals. You know, if somebody came into the emergency department where I work and they needed to have, say, their shoulder put back into place or have some bones reset, we'd actually give them medications to sedate them. And the medications that we use are kind of a combination of things that, one, help to make you pretty sleepy and relaxed so that you're not so afraid of what we're going to do. And we also give you medications to control discomfort and pain at the same time. And we have to give them in the proper doses based upon the patient's size and their weight, basically. And, of course, we have to make sure there's no contraindications for them receiving the medications. And once we give those medications at a proper dose, we can then do the procedure. And afterwards, you don't even know that we did it. You're like, whoa, did you do the procedure? And I'm like, yeah, we did. We put your shoulder right back in place, sir. Like, wow, I feel so good. I feel so great. I feel like you didn't do anything. I'm like, I did a lot. You should see me sweating from pulling on your shoulder. So yeah, sedation is one of those things that we do in the hospital so that we can actually get procedures done. So what do you know about heart surgery? 
Well, well, my profession is specifically emergency medicine, so I'm not a cardiothoracic surgeon. But I know that individuals who have significant coronary artery disease, that's actually where people's vessels in their heart, the blood vessels that supply their oxygen, if their vessels are not working so well, specifically more than one vessel not working so well, what they'll do is they'll take another blood vessel, usually from your leg or sometimes from your chest, and they'll actually graft it. That means they'll put it onto one of the vessels that's good and then do a thing called bypass, where they'll actually bypass all the bad vessels so that the blood flow will actually be robust going to the rest of the heart so the heart will do its job more effectively. Why do they take blood vessels from other parts of the body and put them into a place where the broken one is? Because it's almost like a plumber taking a pipe that doesn't work and then putting a good pipe in to make the water flow to where it needs to go. And the best thing to do is to use something from your own body so your body can recognize it. There's a lot of other vessels that can be used, like veins, that can be used as a conduit to allow blood flow to go to the good part of the heart. And those veins are really redundant. You have a lot of different veins in your body that you can actually then use and still have enough veins for your body to do its job pretty effectively. So the surgeons can go in, find one of those extra little veins that you have, and use it to actually then act as a good pipe to pump all the blood to the good part of your heart so that those bad, bad pipes aren't so clogged up anymore. What do you know about blood pressure? Blood pressure. Now, blood pressure is an interesting thing. It's there to help make sure that you actually deliver oxygen to all the parts of your body. You have to have a pressure that's perfusing your body. That means it allows blood to flow forward, okay? So as your heart beats, there's a certain amount of perfusing pressure that allows things to go all through the whole part of your body, from your head to your toes, to your fingers, all over. Now, if your blood pressure gets really, really high, what can happen is you can compromise how much blood flow is going to certain places, like your brain, like your heart, like your lungs, your eyes, your kidneys, all your organs. And that can make them start to fail because you need to deliver oxygen and all those nutrients to those cells to make them work. So one thing that's important is keeping yourself very active and healthy so that you actually keep your blood pressure very controlled. Now, if your blood pressure gets really, really low, that also inhibits the ability for your body to deliver all those wonderful nutrients to all your cells and oxygen at the same time. And if that happens, we can use medications to artificially raise the blood pressure or even use fluid sometimes if the blood pressure is lost because of a loss of blood or a loss of volume because you're vomiting or having loose stools, those types of things. So blood pressure is a very important part of your body. As a vital sign, it's there to make sure that you have enough pressure to perfuse all those vital organs like your brain, your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and all the organs we talked about. What do you know about? Here, here's a question for you. What do you know about the emergency department? Have you ever been to the emergency department? No. No, that's good. You shouldn't go unless you really have to be there, right? For bad right. emergency, you never had a broken bone or been really sick to have to go to the hospital. I mean, my mom's been there before. You've been there before? My mom has. Oh, your mom has? What happened? Why'd your mom go? The elevator hurt her foot. Oh, no. The elevator closed on her foot? Or did you say an elephant hurt her foot? What did you say? An, ele an elephant on the elevator hurt your mother's foot. 
Oh, oh okay. I, was say, I know that elephant. He's a pretty bad dude. He's stomping on people's feet all the time. He's a horrible guy. Yeah. What do you know about fractures and bones? What about fractures and bones? What do you want to know about fractures and bones? Just anything about it. Anything about them? But one thing, they hurt, right? Definitely, definitely. So you take the bone and you break the cortex and it doesn't feel very good. And there's different types of fractures that you can have. And the funny thing is, let's, let's actually get some terminology really, really, really brought out there. People think there's a difference between a fracture and a break. And the honest truth is, if I threw a rock at your window and fractured it, I broke it, right? So they're right. both the same thing. But the big thing is you have to classify what type of injury you have, whether or not the fracture is open or closed, which means if the bone's sticking through the skin, it's pretty bad. That's called an open fracture. If it's closed, the skin's not broken at all. Why could a bone break through the skin? So if you have enough force applied and the bone's at a sharp enough angle, it can actually then take the sharp ends that are actually no longer approximated to each other and poke through your skin. So if that happens, that can introduce bad bacteria into your bones and into the space where it needs to be cleaned out really well. So a lot of times a surgeon will have to then take that bone before they set it, open up the skin, clean it out really, really well. Antibiotics need to be given to the patient, and then they can reset the bone. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Thank you, Dr. Dale, for being on my show. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Dale, you can shut the recording off. The show about science is now available on Story Button, the device that makes it easy for kids to listen to podcasts without using a screen device. Story Button is a one-stop shop for amazing kids' podcasts that will help your kids grow their brains. Story Button connects to Wi-Fi so that all of our episodes are automatically available on Story Button. Click the link below in the show notes to get free shipping or learn more at storybutton.com. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.